What could you truly become capable of if you were living in greater resonance and synchronicity with your essence? If you were able to be aligning with your divine every day and creating from that energy, are you ready to explore and activate that? Let's get started aligning divine. Now, here's your host, soul and body coach, Keisha Clark. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever and whenever and however you are in this great, big, beautiful, magical, amazing world. Hello and welcome to Aligning Divine. I am Keisha Clark with a, a slightly more bass treble voice today. <laughs> uh, we are on the Inspired Choices Network. And of course, wherever you are, whatever platform you're streaming us on, um, you're there too because we're live all over the flipping world, y'all. <laughs> so it's really awesome. And wherever and however and whenever you're playing with us, thank you. So... Oh my goodness, uh, wow, it's so funny. Every week, you know, we have a show, I have a show, and <laughs> the show starts, and you kind of think, you know, some things you're going to say, and like all this new stuff starts rushing when you start talking, it's so funny to me how that happens, and how that works, and, and how that is. Um, and if it's your first time landing on the show today, or even landing on the network, welcome, and please come on in and play for a while. You can do that if you want to click around on the website, or if you want to click around if you're on my host page. You can also click around on my podcast page. Um, and if you want to click on over to the chat room, you can also play with us live during the airings of the live shows. Um, it, just find the word chat room. <laughs> Let me try that again. Find the word chat room. <laughs> And it's uh, in the on the blue bar near the top of any screen on Inspired Choices Network. And click on that. Enter whatever name you want to enter as your login, and come on in and play with us during the shows. Um, you can bring your questions to the show that way. You can kind of play incognito if you want. We don't have to know who you are for real, because um, you know we don't ever have to be just one of us. So. Um, play with us. That way you can also uh, call in live and the numbers are on your screen. And um, you can also Skype in if you just want to click the Skype icon and call us that way if you want to bring your question live on the show. Oh, we have all kinds of ways to play and we have a like gigantic library of podcasts that you can play with. So wherever you are, there's something for you here. And uh, I just invite you to kind of you know swim around in this great big uh, beautiful luxury pool <laughs> of consciousness <laughs> and see what floats your boat. So today we are playing with a particular topic and uh, it's still popping for me. I love how our shows, uh, my show, and I know from talking to a lot of the hosts, uh, our shows tend to do this for us. They, um, they bring us, really they invite us. So a part of what I'm getting to do here is is sort of like process out loud with you and invite you to join me in my process, but also invite you to play with your process. That's kind of what I do. It's one of the things I get to do, and I have the joy and the privilege of getting to do that with people uh, as a soul and body coach and intuitive. And um, here on this show, what we love to play with is really tapping into and having, and I'm, that's all caps, having the joy 
of lining up with our essence and living it every day. So what would it be like to line up with your essence, to be lining, because I love that I-N-G text of the word, um, what would it be like to be lining up with your essence and living it every day? And we get so tripped up with that oftentimes due to all of the crazy, insane BS that we have created, <laughs> invented, and attached onto what this life is supposed to look like and how we are supposed to have our human experience here. And I have a very different perspective on all of that. And you will probably hear evidence of that on today's show. So <laughs> let's dive in. We're talking about when you don't want what you should want. Mm-hmm. I know there's probably a good few of you who could raise your hand to this. I'm raising both of mine because I have, I have played the what I'm supposed to want game. So uh, I can't say that that was the most fun, but a lot of us play that game for you know however long we feel like we need to play it. And are you making sure that you are wanting the right things in life? <laughs> Isn't it funny that we do that? Oh, we're we're genius. I mean, we are freaking genius and. You know, sometimes it 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 kind of turns on us when we're not really willing to take it out of the box and play with it. Um, so uh, if you might be feeling like you're a bit of a rebel and you haven't played that game quite as much, um, good for you. And have you maybe been playing it in a way that you've just, you know, you've been sort of tricking yourself <laughs> so that you can feel bad that you don't want what you should want, Right. We are really interesting and funny creatures, I, I know. So that is what we're going to be exploring. And it's the, the wanting, we're going to play, you're going to hear that word a lot today, and how that weighs into our lives and our creations and what to do when we don't want what we, quote unquote, should want. So I have some fun little connections of dots for you to play with today. I am excited about this. And the first thing I want to, kind of where I want to dive into this or the start point I'd like to play with is um, what are the things that, uh, let's just bring the obvious ones up, right? I came up with a few and uh, as I was doing some prep for the show today. And some of the big ones, I think, <laughs> that, that a lot of us might have had a little bit of a, a, a moment with um, is uh, marriage. Marriage is one. Money is probably another one. Kids. Um, big houses, fancy cars. Um, all the things that are, have been represented to us in whatever way whether that's through our, you know, family members actually saying that to us, you know, in some form of code, like you want to look good for your, for your future, blah, 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 right? You want to, you want to be nice and put together so that you attract the right kind of person. <laughs> Have you ever heard that? Uh, you want to be smart so you can get a good job, Okay. And of course, I'm saying these in the simplest forms, but there's all kinds of, of uh, statements, phrases, remarks, and even behaviors that we have that convey or reinforce this message of you're supposed to want these things in life. And if you don't want them, there's something wrong with you, 
you're messed up. You're you're weird. <laughs> now, if you're comfortable with weird, this could be a whole lot more ease for you. But I can tell you, even though I can say I am totally comfortable with weird now at this point in my life, and I've actually been comfortable with it all my life, it was much more awkward in my childhood and my early adulthood because I didn't know how to navigate other people's stuff around what we're supposed to want and what happens if we don't want those things and what that makes us, right? There's that whole inferred, what does it make you if you don't want this? So let's just play with a few of these popular topics of the don't wants or the you're supposed to want, you should want this. And uh, I'm so excited to get into this other piece. But I know I want to lay the, the foundation of this first. So, so what is something that you're supposed to want? What, what should you be wanting that you just don't want? You, you've come to this point that you really get that you don't want it. Okay? And, it, and I'm not asking you to bring up, like, what are you resisting? Although, there, there's multiple ways we can play with this. We can bring up all the things that we should want that we don't want and look at, okay, am I not really wanting this because I'm resisting it? <laughs> or do I just really, I have no need for this. I don't have any desire to have this in my life. It's not a big deal to me, right? So for me, um, the first thing I was very clear about in this lifetime that I did not want was children. I did not want to be pregnant, and I did not want to reproduce. <laughs> I loved having children around. Of course, not such when I was four, but <laughs> as an adult, I loved having children around. I like having other people's children <laughs> around <laughs> to play for a while, and then they can all go home, and they can go do their thing with their families. Now, that's not because I did not want to be a parent or I didn't want to be responsible for other you know, for babies, I didn't want to have mouths to feed, all of that. It was I was really clear in my own way at a very early point in my life, like, I don't know, maybe, you know, after I drew my first breath, I was very clear that that was not part of what I came to experience. Now, in the year, in the, in the era that I was growing up in, that was considered something was wrong with me. You don't want children? What? <laughs> you don't want kids? You don't want to have babies? <laughs> so, yeah, there was, a few, um, there was a few conversations. There was some looks. There were some remarks. <clears throat> and even still today, you know, because, of course, I don't, I don't have grandbabies <laughs> right now. So it's like I say that, and, and it changes the course of some of the conversations. Now, I'm okay with that. I have learned to just be an allowance of where people are with their point of view about what I should want. But that's part of what I want us to really play with is, is really pulling in and drawing in and bringing up all of this, mm, this energetic debris, this energetic intention, intention, let me try this again, intensity and tension. It's like this fatigue. You can't see it, but it is so palpable. It's so present. You can feel it and perceive it because it makes things so much heavier. It feels like this, you know, when you, when you tap into that conversation or when the, the moment that something triggers, 
that line of questioning, right? Now, it could happen the other way. You want how many kids? <laughs> what? You don't want to be, you know, single? What? <clears throat> I, I, I think that one probably happens less often than the, the previous one, but it's still whatever it is that you don't want, have you ever felt like you have to justify what you don't want? Because you just don't want it. So marriage is another thing. Now, we can also look at a few different veins of this particular aspect of the topic. If you are embodied female and you don't want to hook up with a male, <laughs> if you're embodied male and you don't want to partner with a female, if you're either, if you've embodied as either and you don't want to marry, you don't want to do a long-term commitment, <clears throat> some people might think you're crazy. Some people might think you are um, a, a freak of nature because you're supposed to want those things. You should want to be married. You should want to have a partner and you should want to reproduce because, quote, unquote, that's what we're supposed to do. Well, I'm just going to ask you, what are you aware of? And what do you really know that perhaps in today's conversation is actually tapping on the door of your cognitive world so that we can bring more consciousness to the experiencing of it? So money is another popular topic. Now, the interesting thing about money, because I have been in that camp. I don't want money. I don't need money. Money's just a blah, 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 fill in the blank, right? And so we develop this resistance, and we call that our, our don't want. <clears throat> and that's where I was asking you earlier to just be aware and be noticing if you're if your don't want is something coming from resistance or is it something that you just organically, you don't want it. So that's one thing I, I want to just invite you to play with because there's a subtle difference, but it, it makes a big difference in the way we can be with that energy or be with that energetically. And, Oh, there's a whole lot of interesting energy around this. <laughs> so let's just bring up every all the don't want, okay? It, are you allowed to not want something that 100 million other people want? Whether that's uh, a certain celebrity's autograph, whether that's uh, a popular cultural tradition, or whether that's whatever that is. <clears throat> so I'm going to first invite you to be willing to have what you don't want. In other words, have your don't want. Have it. I know I don't want children. I'm having that, right? I'm willing to have that. And I know that there are some other things I don't want that people would probably consider me crazy for not wanting it. And I'm okay with that. So be willing to have your don't want. Are you willing to have that? Are there things in your life that you actually don't want, but you have lied to yourself and to everyone else around you, and you've actually created the very thing that you actually don't want? 
like a marriage that is absolutely no fun for you or children that you're terrified you have no way of taking care of and how will you feed them and get them through college if they even get to college? Or do you have uh, other things that are that you're being quote-unquote responsible for that you didn't want, right? And there's a little bit of a, a variance here. A lot of us have, well, every one of us has things we don't want, right? And like, I think a, we can all say we don't want to experience something horrible. Okay, that's a that's kind of a given. Yeah, we got that. And <clears throat> this is more about the things that you should want. And there's a reason I'm emphasizing the should here. Okay, and we do should. We should and we should and we should and we should. We we do a lot of shoulding. And I think there's a <laughs> in some circles there's a you might have heard the expression shooting all over yourself, right? Or shooting all over your life. <clears throat> it's not pleasant, it's not fun. It's really not generative. You might if you've heard me before, you know that's one of my favorite words. Oh, and I totally didn't say this in the beginning. Oh my gosh. If you're coming back again to the show, oh my gosh, welcome back and thank you. <laughs> oh mercy. <clears throat> So what should be wanting that you don't want? And will you acknowledge that now? And if you didn't want something earlier in your lifetime and you actually honored that don't want, are you having any regret or judgment on that now? And if you are, would you be willing to shift that? Would you be willing to just relax that a little bit, loosen the rein on that just a little bit? Okay, and I want to invite you to play with this. All of that that you don't want, all of the things that you should have or should be wanting, Are you willing to know in your cognitive realm? Are you willing to cognitively begin to know what the gift of that is in this lifetime for you? Are you willing to have your awareness of how that don't want actually was part of and is part of you creating what you came here to create? and how you came here to play in this lifetime. I know this feels a little convoluted. Well, not convoluted. That's not the word. I know this feels a little crazy and 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 all over the place. And we're going to kind of reel this in just a little bit more. But I want, I'm just going to let you sit in this because it is swirly. And this is what cre- gets created when we are in that juxtaposition of don't want what you should want and trying to want what you're supposed to want, even if it's not real and true for you. And what are those things that we're supposed to want? And who said we were supposed to want them? Right? Do you feel that pressure? There's a ton of pressure. And this is what I'm speaking of that we end up creating in our lives. Now, can you create from this pressure? 
is this any fun for you? Because I can tell you, it, it does not feel fun for me. <clears throat> it is very constrictive. It is very um, suffocating. It's just this heavy, immobilizing kind of tension and friction and yuckiness. And that's what gets created when we're in the, the craziness of what we're supposed to want, not wanting what you should be wanting or feeling like you should be wanting something that you actually don't want. But you get into the struggle of, I'm supposed to want this. Why don't I want this? What if that is not the question to be asking? Yeah. Now we're done. <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> there we go. So somebody just took a breath. <laughs> what if that's not the question? What if, why don't I want this? isn't the question that will take you through it. All right. This is a great space to take a breath. Let's take a break. I have some very interesting connect-the-dot things to play with in the next segment. So please grab a beverage, take a breath, do your potty break, and come on back. And uh, we're going to play some more with when you don't want what you should want. Here on Aligning Divine, we're on the Inspired Choices Network and all those wonderful platforms all around the world. And we'll see you on the other side of this break. <laughs> Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with soul and body coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. <laughs> Welcome back and forward to the next segment of Aligning Divine. 
because we are aligning our divine, you guys. Uh, we're here on the Inspired Choices Network, and we're all around the world on whatever platform you're finding us, and thank you for choosing that. And thanks, you, everyone, for coming to play in the chat room. Who's coming to play in the chat room? I have my fantastic producer, Miss Rhonda Burns, and you, uh, if you've been playing with us on our live show lineup today, you got to hear Rhonda's amazing conversation on translating trauma and why we should or why we must, because she didn't say should. Sorry about that, Rhonda. <laughs> she did not say should. <laughs> she said why we must. And it was a fantastic show. Um, you can check it out if you missed it on her podcast page. And her show is Rendezvous with Rhonda. And we have our one of our amazing, well, two actually, uh, some more people to play with this network in different ways. Um, so thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm not sure if you guys want to be <laughs> called out loud, so I'm going to respect your, your anonymity in the chat room because I said you don't have to tell us your real name, even though you did tell me your real name in this chat room today. But uh, I think you get what I'm talking about. So um, <clears throat> I'm so grateful to be in a, in a team of people, in a collection of people, in an amazing group of conscious, potent creators, and I get to collaborate with you all every day, and it is amazing. So thank you, Christine McIver, for continuing to choose to bring this station to the world, and thank you, everyone who's playing as a host and as any part of the production team, and thank you all for listening, all of you who are tuning in, because, um, you know, we show up, yes, we show up for us because it's part of our fulfilling our uh, desires in the world, and we couldn't do this without you, the listener. So, oh my gosh, just thank you so much. <laughs> Having a moment of deep gratitude and appreciation. So it's very cool. Um, <clears throat> I'm also loving where we were just before the break, tapping into that, oh, we got we kind of cracked it open just a little bit. We're talking today, if you're just tuning in, uh, when you don't want what you should want. And I want to focus a bit on the word should <laughs> in this segment. And <clears throat> So I'm appreciating that it started to crack open because we got to the the question mark around what if, you know, it's typical to ask, why don't I want this? Because we try to look for, <laughs> we're so amazingly funny sometimes to me, um, <clears throat> we try to look for reasons to justify our don't want, right? We try to defend our don't want. <laughs> why don't I want this? I'm supposed to want this. Why don't I want this? And I've done it. I did it. I mean, because, hey, I didn't want to have children, and that's a big don't want in this world, right? I mean, some people look at you like <laughs> you're an alien if you don't want to have children. And if you say it out loud, right, you might you might endanger yourself <laughs> in certain circles. So it didn't mean that I don't love people and didn't mean and doesn't mean that I don't love children. And I've actually had a lot of children in my life over the course of my lifetime who I adore, and I knew that part of how I was going to play in this lifetime was in a very different capacity when it came to our, our young people and being with our youth. And so it wasn't necessarily required for me to have my own, and I got to that awareness, uh, and I'm going to share with you some tools for you to be tapping into your awareness. However, in this moment of our conversation, we got to the question, what if, why don't I want this, is <laughs> not really the question that's going to help you shift this. 
So I, I'm just going to keep that into the mix of what we're playing with. And now I want to point our attention to the word should. You know, there's a lot we say about should. <clears throat> and we can, I think we've, we've probably heard most of it or we've heard different, uh, we've had those conversations. So it's not new to us that should is a word we might become more aware of in our vocabulary and how we use it because it is not necessarily creating, uh, no, that's not the way to say it. It, it really isn't <laughs> creating what we think it is supposed to create or what we think we're trying to create. So should is a very interesting form of the word shall. Okay, so uh, if you've listened to me at all, or if you know me at all, you know I love to go to my favorite, uh, one of my favorite resources. It's the online etymology dictionary. You know, I wonder if they want to. I wonder if they want to be a sponsor. <laughs> I know a number of us on this station love that reference. It is a fabulous resource, and if you like to play with the energy of what you are creating with your words, this is a fantastic resource to to use with that. So. The, firstly, I looked at should, and it's from around 1200, the year 1200. It's from the old English word, now this is interesting, you guys, skjold or skulda. It is spelled S-C-E-O-L-D-E. -E. Now, just, just put that in one portion of your brain. It's the past tense of the word that translates to shall. It preserves the original notion of obligation that has all but dropped from shall, from the word shall. Now, of course, what I do is I look up shall. And shall is actually a verb. So like, we shall, you know, you shall do this, you shall do that. That's kind of a dated word. It's a, I think it's, you probably recognize it from more what we would call the, what was that, not, I don't know if that's more medieval or renaissance. I'm not sure. I'm not a historian, so not going to pretend I know all of my timeline here. But any, it, if you've heard period pieces, the chances are pretty good that you've heard them use the word shall. And it's interesting because I never, <clears throat> this is the first time for me that I had encountered what the word shall actually represents. So it translates as I owe or will have to, or ought to, or must. Now, isn't that interesting? The first, the first translation, I owe. Okay, so bear with me. And it gives all the roots in different um, ethnicities, in <clears throat> different languages. Um, to owe, to be under obligation. It's related via past tense forms, Old English skilled, S-C-Y-L-D, there's another form of that word, which has to do with guilt or debt. Now, this is very interesting. The ground sense of the Germanic word probably is, and I know they covered themselves with probably there, it says it probably is I-O, hence I ought. So there's a futuristic tense which began to be mm, included, and it became obligation to 
as well as the past tense form becoming should, the word should. Now, it also has to do with debt, getting into debt. This is crazy, you guys. When I, when I landed on this and I started to connect dots here, I, I'm like, it, it, things just like were pinging all over the place in my universe due to looking, as we look deeper at this, if we just really, now for me, I'm, there's an intuitive sort of follow the energy thing here, right, that I do. So I'm not sure how it might land for you. I'm going to share with you my process. So when I look at this and I see that the root of the word should, the, where, the, where the, another tense of that word comes from, is a word that is all about owing and debt, and it involves guilt. And then it's also a way that we are projecting owing, debt, and guilt into the future? Is that a word you want to be using to create your future? Hello? <laughs> Hello? <laughs> ring, ring. Universe calling. <laughs> Would you like to edit this memo? <laughs> right? Isn't it crazy? Isn't it crazy when you look at the energy of what you are playing with and what you are speaking or thinking the words of, you sometimes just might be amazed at what the essence of that word is actually activating. Hello. Oh, my gosh. So when we're shoulding, I should want, I should want this, I mean, you may as well be signing contracts of lifetime payment to the whatever it is that you're supposed to be wanting. Or really, just lifetime payment of obligation, lifetime of obligation. Wow, can we say oaths and vows and promises and bonding and binding contracts that last lifetimes and lifetimes and lifetimes? I mean... Yes, that's a bit of a tangent of this conversation, and it's included in the energy of what we're looking at here. It's a way that we trip ourselves up. It's a way that we keep ourselves confused. It's a way that we allow insanity to prevail <laughs> until we're ready to say, that does not work for me. So if you feel yourself or if you catch yourself, the moment you catch yourself, having a should attack, <laughs> I don't know what to call it, but we'll, we'll just call it a should attack. <clears throat> All right. Would you be willing to notice, oh, oh, there's that little trigger. When you feel like you should want something. Maybe one of the questions is, what is this showing me? So you could actually make the should one of your weapons or one of your tools. You can call it either thing, right? And let the should show you what would allow you to let it go.
would you want to play with that maybe? So if you feel like you should want to be married, look at that for a minute. If, if partnership, if marriage, no, maybe not partnership, but if marriage, because a lot of people are in a relationship, but they're not really necessarily desiring marriage or they don't want marriage. And again, firstly, I'm going to ask you, get clear. Are you not wanting it from resistance? Because I will tell you, if you're not wanting it from resistance, there's some work to do with that to see what your intuition is telling you as well. However, it's a different train of, well, it's a different line of discovery to be working on because there's something different that is in play there with, with what's going on for you. So let's just play with this example. <clears throat> we have a, a fabulous example in the chat room too. If you don't want to be married, or as this example is, if you don't want to go to the gym and you should want to go to the gym, all right, ask what, ask what that should is telling you. And you can just say, where is that should coming from? Because if you replace the word should with obligation, what you're basically saying is, I don't want to obligate myself to this. And when you can say it that way, some different awareness begins to, to bubble. You begin to shift and sort of shake up the picture, if you will. And then you can start to see it in a different way. You can start to see different information about that should. And, you know, we've, we have so trained ourselves and, and allowed ourselves to be entrained to, to not be really connected or really tuned into our intuitive awareness, our knowing, our beyond cognitive sensory perception, that it becomes more easy for us to trip ourselves up with things like this. So the should could actually be where the information is, right? So what is the should showing you? That can be a question rather than why don't I want this? Because why don't I want this is actually a question to try to find a reason to want it, which actually ties you into the should, so there's still an obligation that, that hooks you there. Do you get that? And we're clever. We are brilliant. We are geniuses. We are very clever at finding ways to hook ourselves. So are you willing to be more adept at tools that will allow you to have more freedom than the ties that will keep you connected to the insanity. Yeah, a little more of, of that maybe. <laughs> All right, there's a lot swirling around here. I am, uh, <laughs> I love how these things pop. 
Um, so I'm going to let you play with some shoulds, or just maybe even one of your shoulds. We're going to take another quick break. <clears throat> I'm going to have a sip of tea. And uh, yeah, just be willing to be in the space of this, however much you can. No right or wrong way to do it. And if you don't want this, it's okay too. Because <laughs> you don't have to want it. <laughs> so I would not should you. <laughs> I would not should you, my friend. So you are listening to Aligning Divine. We are here on the Inspired Choices Network and all around the globe. And we will be back in just a moment. <laughs> Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with soul and body coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. <laughs> Welcome back and forward to the next segment of Aligning Divine. And wow, we're in the home stretch for today's show. Holy moly and hot tamales. We're having fun with when you don't want what you should want. And I'm just going to invite you to play with this conversation, this show, um, this particular episode, if you want to just play that middle segment again and again and again, you can play it while you sleep. Um, be tapping into more and more and more of your own awareness of should and how you have shoulded your life to something that you don't want. <laughs> now, I would like to turn our focus for just a few minutes to the word want because this is a secondary piece of this. Want, if you, if you click into your handy-dandy online etymology dictionary, you, uh, you will see that want, as a noun, actually refers to a deficiency, an insufficiency, a shortage, um, basically a lack of something. So it's interesting how we talk about wanting and don't wanting. Wanting, and I'll just see what the what adds to it it's uh you might have heard the phrase to leave someone wanting right means you you leave them wanting more there's also a, a translation of that you leave them without you you leave them missing you right so <clears throat> another piece of this wanting what you should want when we look at it if we replay if we fill in the the translation of the word wanting 
then it becomes obligating yourself to what you're lacking. Now, that's just all kinds of crazy, y'all, in my world. <laughs> I've done it. I've totally done it. <laughs> it's insane. It does not feel good. It is not happy. It's not a happy adventure. And yet, how often are we obligating ourselves to what we are lacking? Oh, my God. And if you know how energy works, what you tell it to, to do or be or become, it does. It matches the vibration of where you're putting your focus. So if we're putting our focus on obligating ourselves to what we're lacking, do you get an idea of how we are actually creating the insanity of not having. Now, I'm still, I am still diving into this for me. So I, I can tell you, this is a huge thing. It's very popular in this reality, in our conventional reality, to practice this insane thing that we do. But the should want or the obligating ourselves to what we're lacking to what we are deficient in or what we are missing, when we are locking our life onto that, hello? Hello? I mean, really? <laughs> so now let's bring in the tool of honoring what we don't want. Because when you look at don't want, what if you have no need of that thing so in our example of marriage, what if you have no need of marriage to be having a fulfilling relationship? And I am not making an argument to ban marriage, so please don't go down there. I mean, well, go there if you want to, but just know that's silliness to me, and I'm, that's not where we're going. What if you actually know something about relationship that it doesn't require backup plans for you? And what if you could choose marriage on your terms, right? And that's just our example. There's a hundred million other things that we're supposed to want, that we are should wanting and shoulding <laughs> our life with. And what is that thing? So for me, with children, I actually know. Now, I had to get to this because, yeah, I traveled down some of those rabbit holes of why don't I want children? Why don't I want this? Everybody has children. Blah, 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 blah. And there goes the insanity, right? Obligating myself to what I was missing. Well, I actually don't require to have my own biological babies to enjoy working and being with children. I love to teach. I love to, to do art in different ways. And performing arts is one of my favorites, of course. So I have had all kinds of fun adventures with teaching different kinds of classes and working with different groups of youth over the course of my adult life that has been amazingly fulfilling for me. I didn't require reproducing my own babies. And I have the utmost of respect for all of the women who do choose to bear children through their bodies. 
I don't have the patience to grow a baby body. I'm also very clear about that. Now, I also have absolutely no objection if at some point it becomes possible for me to have many, many, many children through the form of sponsoring or adopting or creating uh, centers for foster kids to come have a place to play. I would love to play with something like that, right? So what? this is where what is the should showing me? The should was showing me, oh, I'm supposed to want this to have this kind of experience, but I don't require that kind of experience. So what could the should be showing you that you know? What knowing is there for you to tap into now about the thing you don't want? Because if you don't want it, hello, if we're looking at the etymology, you're not lacking it. Are you willing to honor that you don't lack those things? If you're not missing that, you're not expecting a part of you, and I'm doing that in air quotes, to show up somehow through that, whether that's marriage or children or money or the big house or the successful career or the whatever that looks like, right? What if you prefer a what we would call simple life? What if you prefer a luxury life? In either case, would you just be willing to honor that you do actually desire that? that you can approach it not from feeling like you don't have it and you have to get it. What if you could approach it from, hey, how can I activate more of that in me and as me and through me and to me? One of my first couple of episodes of Aligning Divine, we talked about the universe expressing in, as, to, and through you. Everything is here, right? There is nothing we have to be without because it's all here in our field, in our awareness, in the consciousness of who we are. And that's part of, for me and how I work and play, that's part of what lining up with our essence actually gives us access to, is the parts of us, the, the, the knowing of us, the awareness of us, the limitlessness of us, that when we are willing to make that conscious connection with and actually bring it into our everyday existence and our everyday practices, that, that is the quantum field, that quantum living. That's the, that's the, the thing that is like the magic ingredient it changes everything because we are bringing that aspect of us that is unlimited, that is all-knowing, that is all-being. We're bringing that to this moment. That's quantum, you guys. Quantum actually refers to a particle, a single particle. Quantum is not like we have to get big and huge and... and uh, it's actually really fascinating and we will have a quantum com- we'll have a conversation on quantum <laughs> in the next few shows however for this show 
I invite you for today's conversation to just continue to play with this, okay? And if you want, I, I would say practice writing it. Even, you know, you don't have to do it in a book. You can paste, you can get some painter's tape and put big sheets of wax paper up on your wall. Freezer paper works great for me. I love it. It's like you make your own whiteboards. You can get some markers and just get all of it out, what you don't want, what you want, all of that. And then start to let the should show you where you feel deplete or where you feel something is missing. Where do you, where have you bought the notion that there is a part of you that's missing? Where have you bought into what I call the lie of separation? And then you can begin to let your awareness bring you to the ahas. Oh, oh, because where those ahas are, those are the doorways to your power. Those are the moments that you flip into the knowing of what you do bring, what is possible with you, for you, through you. And that's where you begin to claim more of you. And you can move in so many different directions. You can be so different on this planet. You can function so differently and from such a different space when you're willing to be there. And if what I'm saying sounds like a, you know, foreign language, a non-human language, I invite you just to play this conversation, even if it's on a little bitty low volume, just play it a few times while you're sleeping even. Let the energy of this conversation help you move through some of your blockage. And let the shooting take a short take a long walk off a short pier let all your shoulds go all right so have fun with this my loves and come back next week we're going to be shifting our perspective and chattering our limitations and then the following week we're going to be playing with Dr. Andy Harper in another conversation on our resolve to evolve series and in the meantime what if you could want what you want and let yourself want it and have fun with that have a fantastic week my darling Thank you for listening to thank Align you, Divine you, Radio Show. Keisha Clark has more to share next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. And for now, she is cheering you on to create an awesome week of life.